It's almost Valentine's Day. Yeah, why can't we have some Valentine's? Well, we can't because people on the internet have already given out Valentine's that are nasty. Oh, what's that? What's that, Ben? Uh, it's that lady and she poured nacho cheese on the countertop straight away and then dumped all the other ingredients in it and it was a can of nacho cheese. It was disgusting. I hope she hasn't prepared chicken raw on that counter or she's going to get salmonella. Yeah, I thought we were nasty. <laughs> she takes the cake. <laughs> That's about all the orc voice I can muster for today. <laughs> yeah, my throat's going to go go out if we keep doing orc voices. Trailer Blazers, where Valentine's Day is celebrated with orc voices and nacho cheese on the counter. Yeah, that, is there any other way to do it, mind friend? <laughs> there is. I haven't seen it. I'm one half of this podcast. My name's Ben Moon. And I'm Nick Kelly, the uh, other quieter half. But we're not we, we're not going to stay quiet this episode. We got things to say. We got stuff to talk about, Nick. Yeah, we're on the cutting edge of the news here. We are your news breaking cycle for entertainment. I don't know what I'm saying. We're both very tired. We are very tired. Working on little sleep here, but but uh, if you if you need to see something, go watch that nacho cheese video. It's an abomination. It's a crime. It's a crime. Put that lady in jail. <laughs> Uh, she has strayed so far from God's ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of straying from God's ways, did you watch anything this week? What we done had watched this past week. I have only watched two episodes of Ted Lasso with the wife. We got a free year of Apple, uh, Apple TV. I'm extremely jealous. I want to watch that show very badly, as it is made by Bill Lawrence, who made Scrubs, which is my favorite. Yeah, it is good uh, so far. So uh, it's it's there's some very heartfelt moments. I keep hearing it's it's like wholesome, like yeah. a wholesome antidote for last year. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's got a lot of language in it, so you can't like watch it with the kids. But it, um, but it is wholesome. Well, I don't have any kids, so. Well, you, you got no problems then. Uh, so that's the only thing that I have uh, watched. What have you watched? Well, I was, okay, I, last Sunday I watched the first three-fourths of the Super Bowl. Uh, three-quarters in football terms. Three-quarters. And it was so boring. Like, the game was boring. Because I, I don't want to ascribe Tom Brady any uh, talent. Or uh, I don't want to give him any praise because I dislike him. So... I but do not like Tom Brady either. I, I don't like him, and I, I I wanted it to be that the Patriots weren't good because of him, but because of the team and the coaching, whom I also don't like. But but Tom Brady won with the Buccaneers by a lot of points, so it's getting hard to, to write him off. So it wasn't fun. Uh, and I wanted more. There was one really good trailer that made it worth it, but... I could have watched it on YouTube at the same time. So, yeah, yeah, Super Super Bowl was a bust. I'm still working my way through the MCU. I'm still watching Mr. Mayor. There was an episode where Ted Danson was going to throw the first pitch out at uh, the Dodgers game, and I was I was like internally vibrating because I'm like they're talking about how he's going to be a bad pitcher, and I was like he's not a bad pitcher. He's Sam Malone. He's Mayday Malone. He was the relief pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Like, uh, 
but they won't they wouldn't acknowledge my cheers references on the show and i started watching that crime scene vanishing at cecil hotel on netflix i watched the i watched the first two episodes oh yeah 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 is it weird is it, it weird yeah it's real creepy it's it's what i i mean i know all of this i've listened to 85 podcasts about the cecil hotel so i, I already know all of this but it's still interesting to me yeah yeah yeah, I don't know that I'll get around to it, but uh, that seems right up your alley. Yeah, it's a, if you if you're a true crime person at all at any level, you know about the Cecil Hotel, and this is more of the same. There's nothing new. I haven't seen anything new, but a lot of the stuff I've seen, I, I've listened to, not seen. So this is just a different format. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. Well, let's maybe move on to some new. News. This is Dumb Dudes News. Breaking news. Uh, the Dumb Dudes News. So, first piece of news here um, in WandaVision, we have uh, Jimmy Wu, who is an FBI agent who we also saw in the Ant Man's uh, movies. So there is apparently a X-Files style spinoff starring Jimmy Woo being pitched to Marvel Studios. Yeah, I was reading about this. And so one of the writers had to come up with a pitch to pitch a spinoff of like an X-Files Z FBI show starring Jimmy Woo starring Randall Park. And he's going to pitch it. And I would be all... I love him. He's hilarious. Randall Park is great always. I mean, if you don't know much about Randall Park... He made a sitcom on on YouTube. It wasn't a sitcom. It was a thing on YouTube called Ikea Heights, where it was him and some other people trying to film a soap opera in Ikea while the uh, employees weren't around. <laughs> so it's just like a bunch of real short parts of this <laughs> soap opera that they're filming on their phones whenever there's no employees around in Ikea. <laughs> so the man's a genius. Um, but this, great. this, I feel like we could get Man Thing this way, huh? Man Thing, like, yeah, that's a perfect X Files investigation. He has to go to the swamp. Something's weird. Man Thing, Man Thing, Man Thing. Yeah, yeah. Is Man Thing different than the Thing? Uh, yes, Man Thing is. Or, or, or swamp. Excuse me, Swamp Thing. Man Thing predates Swamp Thing. So while Swamp Thing is more famous and more well known, he's actually a ripoff of Man Thing. Oh, okay. Um, much like Aquaman is a ripoff of the Submariner. Right. And, yeah, so Man-Thing is a, he's a, like, spirit guardian of the Swamp. It's the same thing as Swamp Thing, just came earlier, and is a lot weirder, so he was less popular. Ah, okay. Yeah, there's so many things they could do with this, so many directions they could go. Yeah, I mean, God, there's, just, there's like, the possibilities are endless. I want it. And how fun would it be to write that show? Oh, that would be the best. You could dive into the weirdest parts of Marvel. Yes, yes, and if you if if any of you have the DK books like the Marvel encyclopedias, uh, I have two of them. Actually, I, mean, I think I have three of them now. Uh, but <laughs> there's a lot to dig from. I mean, there's a lot to pull from. Yeah, you just go into like any old Doctor Strange stuff, find a random monster from that, and then there you go. There you go. So that would be fun. Uh, another piece of news here, and this is Marvel related, is that Keanu Reeves apparently has been offered the role. Of Craven in Spider-Man. 
And in updated news, he has passed on it earlier today. So he will not oh. be He will not be doing this, but he would have been really good as Craven. That's sort of how I picture Craven. Mm. Uh Carl Urban would also be really good, even though yeah. he was already Scourge and Thor Ragnarok, but he I feel like if he had hair, no one would care. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's there I feel like there's a lot of people that could play this role. I don't have anybody at the top of my mind. No, it just that's the type of dude that I picture based on how he was drawn. It doesn't. He doesn't have to even look similar. It doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't matter. Um, okay, well, then we have a piece of news here that Pedro Pascal is going to be Joel in the Last of Us uh, series. It's a series, apparently. Yeah, HBO is making a series. It's by the people who made Chernobyl. Uh, the girl, the little Mormont girl from Game of Thrones is going to be Ellie, and Joel is going to be Pedro Pascal. And I would have been pretty excited about this had I not played The Last of Us 2, but I have, so now I don't care. Yeah, I don't, I'm not like a huge fan of the series, so I, I don't really care either. I mean, I'll probably watch this, but I'm not like, like, I'm not like itching for it or anything. I don't, see, the thing is, is that the Last of Us one I love. It's one of my favorite games ever. But The Last of Us two I hate so much that it has, like, sometimes a sequel doesn't hurt my opinion of what came before it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I didn't really like uh, uh, Episode nine of Star Wars that much. But it doesn't matter. It's like Episode nine, whatever. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt anything. Whereas with The Last of Us two, I was like, okay, so this. The story that started in The Last of Us 1, which I felt was a complete story that should not have had a sequel, goes to this, and I was like, I, well, I guess I don't like this as a whole, then. So, I probably won't watch this. I don't care. <laughs> they burned the bridge with me. Yeah. We were, we were talking this this week at work about One Punch Man, the second season, which I didn't even know it had come out, and so I've not seen it. But I hear that it's not good. And so I'm just not going to watch it. I'm just going to let One Punch Man Season 1 be what it is, like one of the best animes ever made, and just leave it at that. It does not need a sequel. Yeah, some things just shouldn't have sequels or just, you know, no one to stop it. A lot of TV yeah. shows uh, should be anthology series. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, then we have two pieces of news that kind of go together here. We have more casting news for the Borderlands movie, and I gotta say, this is shaping up to be a stacked cast. So, uh, first off, we have Jack Black is being, uh, he's gonna be Claptrap, the little robot. Yep, he's, I had heard a while ago, uh, that Jack Black was planning on retiring from acting, which made me sad because I love him, but this is voice work, so maybe that doesn't count. Maybe so. Voice work is like the easiest thing ever. So <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, plus, he can probably do it like just record it near his house. Like he didn't have to go that far. Yep. Also, yep. this this will be the second movie in which Jack Black and and Kate Blanchett have been in together under the direction of Eli Roth because they were in the house with the clock in its walls, which he directed. Oh, that's right. That's right. How and about it's that? the third movie that they've been in together overall because they were in that movie, The Holiday. So the other the other casting news that we have for this is that Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be playing Tannis, this uh, is, which is perfect. This is great. It's so perfect because I read Jamie Lee Curtis signed on to that Borderlands movie and just said, is she playing Tannis? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, good old Jess. She knew. She knew. I'm calling it now. Christina Hendricks is going to be Mad Moxie. Christina Hendricks. Who is... I forget who that is. Uh, she was Saffron and Firefly. She was... Uh, she was in Mad Men. She was That's in right. Drive. But, like, she looks like... Yeah. Mad Moxie. So. Yep, that, that's that'd be a perfect cast. You you, you nailed it, man. We'll what if you called it? What if you called it right here, right now? I feel like it's a pretty good one. So we'll have future to see. Blazers. Yeah, future Blazers. Yeah, future Blazers. That's that's that one. Okay. Speaking of future Blazers, did you did you get it right on uh, Wandavision about uh, the like the bubble or whatever? Were you right about that? Yes, I'm. I've been right almost about everything so far. I have two yeah. divergent theories that. One of them has to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure one of them is right. Uh, okay. That I can't talk about, obviously, for spoiler reasons. Yeah. Well, you you got a good track record here, so. Uh, and then you're really sure about uh, Godzilla, so. Mecha Godzilla, yeah. Gone. I'm 100. Yeah. I I believe it fully. Like I would bet money on it. You're you're like a QAnon or so sure. Yeah, 100. percent Yeah. <laughs> Only what I think is sane. Yeah, for sure. It is a possibility. Uh, all right, let's let's move on to the question times. The questions times. The question times. Question times. Uh, read us this question times. So my cousin Squid sent in a question because he he texted me and he was like, "How do I submit a question times?" So I was like, "Well, you can just tell me, and I'll <laughs> and I'll put it in there." So he said, "What is your most out there movie opinion?" Could be a hot take or an unpopular opinion, but it doesn't have to be. He just wanted like a weird kind of out there theory. Yeah, so I thought, um, you know, I don't want to have like a, an opinion about a particular movie, but I do have just sort of an overall opinion. And so here it is. I don't think that graphic nudity or sex or violence has ever been necessary in any movie that's ever been made. Um, I would disagree somewhat. And say that graphic violence was required of Evil Dead 2. Groovy. <laughs> not, not how I thought you were going to respond. <laughs> nope, that. that's, my, that's the one that I can think of where it wouldn't... Because the graphic violence is so graphic that it's stupid, which makes it funny. Is that the one that has the, the well that has the geyser of blood that shoots out of it? Yeah, yeah. It's insane. But that is funny. God, it's funny. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> it is funny. It's because you can't take it seriously. It's ridi- It's like Three Stooges violence. Yeah, yeah. All right, what do you say? All right, my thing is that I don't value film criticism as an art form uh, because art is subjective and thus grading it stupid. So people who are film critics... Are just to me people talking like I don't put any more stock into what say Siskel and Ebert would say versus anyone on the street there's literally no difference between them to me isn't our entire podcast based on this though it's not yeah but it's subjective like I don't consider it a high art form you know oh this podcast is the opposite of high art form I, I I'll I'll tell you that. And I don't feel that anyone who has another opinion... I just don't, I think it's all level, is what I'm saying. It's all level. And that no one is more equipped or better suited. Like, some people may be able to delve deeper in, into film analysis. But at the same time, uh, art is subjective to me. And, and the way a movie or something makes makes you feel is, is your... Uh, is your own personal thing, and yeah. 
someone write, just because someone's really good at writing an essay disagrees with you doesn't make them right and you wrong. I know what you're saying is true because Tron Legacy is one of the greatest movies of all time in that how it makes me feel. And so anybody that says it's bad or that they don't like it, uh, they're wrong to me. So Yeah, it doesn't matter how many words you write in an essay or a think piece or whatever. If someone else feels a different way about it, that is valid. Yeah, okay. Well, let us know uh, what if you got a hot take about uh, movies or an opinion that's out there. Let us know right into us, and we will tell you later how to get in touch with us. Yeah, and I want to I wanna stress that it doesn't have to be like a negative hot... Because people always think with hot takes it has to be some negative thing, but it doesn't have to be. I want to hear sort of weird opinions that you have. Yeah, I still get made fun of for liking uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I like Van Helsing, so... Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> yeah, see? No. Yeah. Now, my, my, my opinion is valid. It's a valid opinion here. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, maybe. It... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Let's talk about some new, new. New, 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 new. New, 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 new. New, new. Trailers. Um, folks, we have a couple of good ones, and we got some boogers in here, but altogether they make an Adele Dazine. Yeah, there was a, a Baker's Dazine on here, but one of them was so stupid that I removed it. Yeah, I saw a couple that I was like, no, I'm not putting that on the list. Uh-huh. I did one without looking at it, and then I looked at it, and I was like, I don't want to talk about this. No, it's not, like, if it's not going to be fun to talk about, who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so the first one we have here, we have an actual trailer for Pacific Rim The Black. Yeah, I felt duped that we did the teaser trailer last week, and then immediately, right away, after we finished recording, a new one came out. Yeah, for sure. So I, this is a this is an English-dubbed trailer, and my immediate thought was, can I watch it subbed in Japanese? Because I do not like English dubs. I don't believe it was dubbed i believe it was made here and it was completely an american production it's just in the anime style well if there is an option for japanese voiceover then i will choose that it would seem to fit more with america with english captions we'll see we'll see what we can do but there's there's an issue in this trailer nick there's a big old elephant in the room or not, not no not a big elephant a small elephant in the room nick Yes, I would like to take a moment to talk to you all about small kaiju. In this trailer, there is a comment about how there are small kaiju now. So there are like these wolf-sized neon monster things. Did they did they learn nothing from the 1998 Godzilla movie? When you introduce the small kaiju, that means that you do not understand the concept of the kaiju movie enough. You are not confident in the concept, which means you do not love it. Which means you should not be in charge of it. If you have to make small monsters to interact with your humans when you can't think of something for the large kaiju to do, you have no business writing a kaiju version. Also, the word kaiju means giant monster, I think. Yeah, like it, like what, what is that? You know what this is. You know what I equate this to. Do you remember in the in the Transformers movies where there was a Transformer that was like a like a humanoid? It looked like a complete human. Uh huh. And then it turns out there's a Transformer. Like you, you do not deserve Transformers. You do not deserve to be in any creative capacity with Transformers. What is this? What have you done? That's the way I. That's the way I felt about Small Kaiju. And I will also point out the movie Cloverfield. 
uh, the there was the little ones that were uh, quote lice or whatever that came off of the monster, and then they were menacing the people in the subway tunnels. It's because you couldn't think of a way for the kaiju to be a big enough threat that the the humans couldn't just leave away from it, and then you had to have something in to box them in towards it. And it's like you, Shin Godzilla didn't have any small. I oh, Shin Godzilla to me is the best giant monster movie ever made. Uh, and I hold that one as paramount. And there's no like, there's no little monsters in that. It's a bigger problem. So if you're trying to tell a personal story in this way, you, you, you already had that with Cloverfield because they had to go to the middle of the city to get the girl or whatever, in the building that was collapsing, and that was the danger because the monster was over there. You're just trying to add some little scares in the middle with these little creatures and make the groundwork more dangerous, which to me. That's not that's not what we're here for. It's it's really not what we're here for. There's plenty of monster movies. There's plenty of horror movies with normal size, like small monsters. We don't. We're not here for that. We are mm-hmm. not here for that at all. Because I was I was honestly with this Pacific Rim trailer, I thought it looked pretty good until I saw the small kaiju. And then I just deflated. It deflated my opinion of it. Yeah. Uh, I found out by you know you mentioned Shin Godzilla. I found out the, on Google Play. I can I have Google credit, so I can actually rent it for like four bucks oh, and it's, i'm going it's worth to it. yeah i almost wonder if i should just buy it on blu-ray though oh it's really good it's a really good movie yeah uh i i'm in the mood for for it so i i think i might just buy it uh all right let's move to this next trailer here oh yes son we have the new falcon and winter soldier trailer that was shown during the super bowl oh yes this was worth watching that whole stupid three-fourths of the super bowl for just to see this i cannot wait that's so, all i'm gonna say yeah okay so we got a couple glimpses of things we had zemo wearing his mask from the comics which yep. uh looks awesome he looks comic oh, yeah. accurate we had yep. the flag smashers are in it and they have massive cloud rider vibes from solo so that was cool yep. um we had the humor which was on point because bucky and sam have great chemistry that staring contest thing is funny every time i watch this trailer and i've watched it like 20 (laughs) times uh we got agent 13 showing up and being cool and kicking things and hitting them with sticks so yeah i just 100 percent. this is the meat and potatoes they are really setting uh a new standard Uh, i cannot wait for every marvel show that will come out yeah for real it's like seamlessly movie quality Oh yeah, they're absolutely it absolutely like WandaVision is like absolutely movie. It feels like you're watching a movie. This ep- this new episode that you haven't seen uh especially. <laughs> There's this one yeah. scene where I I was like the they really didn't skimp on the the effects at all here. Yeah, and the sets too. Like the the set that they have outside the bubble with all, with all the government stuff, it's like it's huge. It like it's like they did not they spared no expense on these sets. It literally feels like the shield bunker from thor yeah yeah it's so incredible dude so when when's the what's the release date for falcon winter soldier march 19th oh god you don't even have to wait that long oh man i'm so excited yeah all right okay so next we have a trailer oh this is an m night Shyamalan movie called old yeah so against all sound logic and uh right thinking in the universe studios continue to give m night Shyamalan money to direct and release movies 
which is something that I thought would have stopped after the village. Um, this movie is the the synopsis for this one is a family on a tropical holiday discover that secluded beach where they're staying is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. Is this a book? Is this based on a book? Uh, that I don't. It's yeah. It's based on the graphic novel Sandcastle. Okay. Okay. It does have that vibe now that you say it. Yeah. I don't know what to. I don't know what to think about this. I mean, he made the happening. The happening exists. That's the happening is a war crime. <laughs> I saw that. In the, <laughs> I saw that movie in the theater because in two thousand eight, when it came out, I saw every movie in the theater all summer because that was just what I was doing. And the happening was. The happening was bad enough in that it came out a week apart from Don't Mess With the Zohan, the Adam Sandler movie, <laughs> which I had also seen because, as I said, I saw all of them. I saw every single movie that came out in the, in from May to August of 2008. And it was, it was a bad Friday to Friday week for me. I, I just wonder, like, is is the is the the magic behind what's going on? Is it going to be revealed, or is it just going to be like this mysterious thing that happens? It's going to have some ham-fisted, underlying bad message or something. I'm sure, and, and only the and only the the ham-fisted, dumb, spoon-fed way that M Night Shyamalan can deliver. Well, we'll see. I don't know if people are going to be fooled and go to see it again or go see a movie of his. I can't imagine. Did you ever see The Lady in the Water? I did. It's it's one of those that I enjoyed I think the least. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was it's one with him I always see I always see the idea. I always see like I I always think there's I see something here, but the execution is always so bad. I think he would be a good like art director maybe and just not a writer or a director. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh this so. this movie has Rufus Sewell in it. He played Alexander Hamilton in the uh, uh HBO John Adams miniseries. That I don't know how you know that. I just know this is what I know. I know this kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know math. Yeah. <laughs> in place of math, you know this. Mhm. All right, then we have a trailer for Fast 9. Uh, they're still making these. Does this one look like they didn't even film it to you? <laughs> like, this one looks like it's made up of stock footage from the other eight. <laughs> there is, guys, there's one shot where Mar- Michelle Rodriguez is riding a dirt bike through a jungle. And she, and she makes this hard turn. And I, and I promise you, the special effects look like they came out of 2000, early 2000s. Yeah, the it's early so 2000s, back when she was getting fired from being on Lost because she was drunk driving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drunk driving in Hawaii. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this, I don't know, what what kind of story, now there is like some um, cable system that with like retraction, like cable retraction, and they like pull a car through a building into a dump truck or something. Or I was under the impression truck. it was some sort of super magnet. Oh, maybe maybe it was, and it was only affecting one thing and not everything else. Yeah, <laughs> these movies are. I just someone should have to watch the first one, who has never seen any of them, and then this one, and be like, "This is a sequel to that." <laughs> yeah, you should go watch the first one and jump straight to nine. Uh huh. This is a sequel. <laughs> these are the same movie series. This is the same guy, and this one is this one. 
Yeah, I mean, this has got to be just a paycheck at this point because this is. Yeah, and and what and Charlize Theron is in this. Like, what is she doing in there? She shouldn't be in there. At, I don't know. She shouldn't be in there. She shouldn't be. There in is there. no. She shouldn't. Uh, there is one thing good about this trailer, uh, and that's the uh, we get to see the rear end of that blue skyline. Ooh, got a fine rear end sun. Ooh, baby, I love me some skyline. Uh, I I couldn't tell what it was. It looked like an R thirty four, but it, you, you know I, I didn't see the front end. So yeah, it had uh, the uh, the retracted manifold pinwheel shaft that you see on the R forty two thirties. Which I didn't notice because I was too busy looking at those chrome receptor uh, bottles that came out of the uh, rear transistor cap. Uh, spoken like a true uh, master mechanic. Well, I'm building one in my spare time, you see. So, uh, All right, so next up we have the trailer for Nobody, a new trailer for Nobody. Yeah, this is, uh, this is the Super Bowl trailer for Nobody right. with Bob Odenkirk. Um I'm pretty sure that this is a, as I see more stuff from this, I feel like this is sort of a satire of, like, Taken movies. Okay, that's that actually gives me a little bit of hope for it, because I'm like, there's like a million of these, and why are they doing another one? Well, this one has, I noticed in this last one, has Christopher Lloyd in it, and... I, yeah, I noticed <laughs> that too! Yeah, who's becoming, slowly becoming a dwarf from a Harry Potter or like uh, Lord of the Rings yeah. or something with his big ears, and uh, but yeah, so I feel like this is sort of satirical. The more I see of it, I just, I really want to see it and check it out. I did. I don't think I knew that Christopher Lloyd was still alive. Every once in a while, he pops up in something, and then you remember because he's in Over the Garden Wall, but that's like ten years old at this point, and he just does a voice in that. All right, so that's still coming out at some point. Uh, then we have a Red Band trailer for The Sparks Brothers. Yeah, so this is a documentary made by Edgar Wright uh, about The Sparks Brothers. The uh, IMDb thing says, The Sparks Brothers is a 2021 music documentary film directed by Edgar Wright about Ron and Russell Mayle, the creators of the pop and rock band Sparks. I've never heard of any of this. I've, I've never heard of these guys. No, and I, I was trying to Google it afterwards to see if this was like a Chris Guest mockumentary type thing about made-up people, and it looks like that they're real. I'm looking it up again. So it's a real thing. I bet a lot of people know this, and it's like, obviously this is a real thing and are laughing at me right now, but Jess never heard of it either, so. Usually between the two of us, one of us has heard of it. My my takeaway from this was the guy with the Hitler mustache was really dedicated to his craft or his pr- character. Uh-huh. And and it reminded me of that Chinese guy on that movie, The Prestige. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the guy that uh, lived his life the fake way so his trick would work. Yeah. Yeah, see, like that, yeah, like hid the fishbowl or whatever it was between uh-huh. his legs. Yeah. It's like Andy Kaufman, too. Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Uh, with his weird performance art life. Yeah, yeah. Same same type thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe if you're British, you know who these... And you're a little bit older, you know who these... these I bet Jay knows who these guys are. He's the one that sent me this, so... Oh, there, would, there you go. I would say he probably does. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so then we have a trailer for The Devil Below. Okay, this is just a stupid monster movie, but... Uh, the girl in this is real pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know, this is a, th- this was like an amalgamation of several different things, like tremors and the descent and every other mostly yeah mostly the descent yeah yeah only instead of neil marshall it was directed by no one and instead of starring humans it was starring a bunch of people who vaguely look like other people and one pretty hot girl uh yeah everyone in this trailer looks like somebody there's a guy that looks like richard madden from game of thrones and there's a guy that looks like the guy who played shocker in spider-man homecoming uh, the first guy that got disintegrated, not not Bokeem Woodbine. Um, yeah, but there's I look through this list and there's no one that I've heard of at all on here. Yeah, I don't know. This is probably going. This is not coming out in theaters, right? It's probably just going straight to uh, straight to DVD, as we used to say. No, the summary for it says there's an abandoned place nestled deep in Appalachian country where underground coal mines have been ablaze for decades. When a team of researchers try to find out how the fires started, they soon discover something more startling than the mystery that sent them there. They're not alone. Seems to me instead of covering the holes, you just fill the holes in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just put some dirt in there. Yeah, just do that. So, I don't... Yeah, problem solved, guys. Uh Just rent you a backhoe backhoe and just fill 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 her up. Yeah. How, uh... I don't know. I'm okay. Everyone, I'm bad at geography. Everyone knows this, so just get your little laughs out in your car as you're listening to this podcast or whatever. How close is the Appalachian Mountains to Alabama? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I live in the base of the Appalachian Mountains. So it, Birmingham is at the like sort of the tail end of that mountain range. So okay, very, so it is close to it. Yeah, it's very hilly. Uh, you know, as you go get closer up to like North Carolina, uh, you start to get actual mountains rather than just like hills that you get in Alabama. I see. Well, watch out for this monster when you're going outside to do your like coal mining or whatever you do down there. Well, it's interesting that you say that. There is actually mine shafts all under spidering all under birmingham uh just tons and tons of mines because uh birmingham used to be a uh, an iron mining site so there's lots of all the mines they were they were uh, uh mining iron and so i had a uh, a uh, paleontologist i used to work with when i worked at the science center and he said if there was ever a really major earthquake that happened that would happen here he's like a lot of the city would collapse because those mine shafts would collapse that makes sense also i bet there's a lot of missing people skeletons down there i don't know i don't think there probably is i mean there now there there are i've seen an old survey like uh not a geological survey but like the civil engineer surveys where that has maps where you can see where all the mine shafts go around birmingham and there are exit places in a in this rich part of town called mountain brook so it's like in the you know You'll be there's like this woods uh, uh-huh. in between the neighborhoods, and there's the entrance to these to these mines, and they're like I think a lot of them are just concreted up, but they're they're there, they're still there, and if you like busted through it, you could go into those shafts. So you're like when you do the purge, you can get into the shafts, and you can sneak into the rich part of town to do your purging. That's my plan. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, you you got me. Yeah, this is the Purge 13, Birmingham, 
Mayan edition. Yeah, Birmingham doesn't get featured too much in like movies. It's not like New York or L.A. Or Port Washington, Wisconsin, which is only featured in sitcoms on TGIF. Atlanta gets filmed now a lot, though. Yeah, that's true. Okay, then we have a trailer for a... It's called A a Glitch in the Matrix. It's a documentary. Yeah, this is a documentary about the... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Simulation Theory. Simulation Theory, yeah. And uh, we got screenshots of like Philip K. Dick talking and... Uh, people talking about the simulation theory. It looks pretty awesome to me. I want to watch this. If this is a simulation theory, why would they put sleep in here? Uh, I don't know. You can sleep in The Sims. Sleep seems pointless. If you're making a if you're making a simulation, there was there's no need for sleep. Defragging. Defragging. <laughs> also, uh, in order for simulation theory to be real. It would limit the amount of simulations that we could create because of the the processing power. So the fact that we can create our own simulations seems to point it to that not being true. But I want to watch this anyway because it's an interesting uh, thought experiment. I want to watch it too. Um, I actually think this thinking is dangerous. Uh, I think it can make people do harmful things. Such as? Uh, well, if, if you believe none of this is real, you might go, I don't know, um, do some of these crazy things that we see people do that have no rhyme or reason behind them. Yeah, you're right. People could, could interpret... People do interpret these things in weird ways, and then that becomes like an excuse. But I would like to... You know, you and I can go... I'm trying to avoid going too deep on the philosophy, because you, can, you and I can overdo it with that. Uh, and have many times, but uh, t- what's the difference if it like you know like if you're a, if you're a carbon-based animal or a silicon-based one, what is the difference if you're living your life the same as you were yesterday? I guess existence is the difference. Do you truly exist if you're just in a simulation? Versus- I don't see a difference if you have. If you have autonomy in your in your mind, what you perceive as your mind, if if what you're perceiving is reality, if perception is reality, then there's no difference in in what the the chemistry of reality is. So you're the guy in the Matrix movie who would have made the deal to stay in the Matrix. <clears throat> no, because my my ethical system is not such that I would allow the bad guys to continue uh, doing the Matrix without consent. Because they didn't ask, they just—they're making everyone do it and and taking away their their choice there, so their free will. So we could go into the weeds. We could talk. We could do an entire thing about this, but it's going to be too the, much. The the question is, Nick, when we reach episode one hundred, which we are edging closer and closer to each week, do we pivot and make this a philosophy movie podcast? <laughs> Maybe a hundred is a good time to pivot. I just like to say, uh, I think that my Jeff Goldblum way of talking when I talk about philosophy would drive everyone immediately off of the podcast. <laughs> as I as I cl- I think faster than I can talk, and I have to structure the the sentences as I'm coming up with them, and they they come out awkwardly. Life uh, uh, f- finds a way. <laughs> Life uh, uh, finds a way. All right. So this next trailer we have here is uh, um, something called The Vault. 
Saban. It's Saban. Saban. Uh, this actually, uh, this movie has uh, Liam Cunningham in it. Uh, you might know him as uh, Davos from uh, Bravos. Yeah, Davos, the only likable character on Game of Thrones. Yeah, for, if, exactly. <laughs> yes, he's probably my favorite character. This is uh, a good one. Yeah, I love this actor, though. I love Liam Cunningham, so I'm in. I'm I'm going to watch this. I'll watch this Saban heist movie with Davos in it. I mean, uh, it's probably very generic. No, it, it looks punch press. It's a punch uh-huh. press heist movie, I, I think, so... 100%. Yeah, but you know, it's got it's got an actor I like in it, so I'll check it out. Yeah, so the 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 little uh synopsis for this one courtesy of IMDb is Tom, a genius engineering graduate, is interested in the Bank of Spain's safe. The bank building is more than 100 years old with no building blueprints available and a security system that includes an underground river that will flood the safe room if the walls are breached. As soon as Tom learns that a legendary lost treasure is going to be held at the bank's safe for 10 days, he devises together with charismatic art art dealer Walter, who is Davos, a detailed plan of breaking in. So, it sounds fun. I think I kind of want to watch this. It makes me think of the, the Jason Statham movie, The Bank Job. That was a good movie. Hmm. But it was also very punch press. Yep, yep. So, yeah, we'll maybe check this out. I don't know what this is coming up. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be hard to find out what this comes out on, probably, right? Yeah, it's nothing ever comes out in normal ways anymore. Everything's no. VOD and it comes out on random stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so then uh, trailer number ten here is Tides. You got to stay hungry for the uh, Crimson Tide here on Trailer Blazers, and uh, this is a a movie that is basically Children of Men and Waterworld mushed together. That is the most accurate description of what this is, or <laughs> 100%. Yeah, no, seriously, it is. The, no, one, no one can have kids, then there's one person who randomly has a kid, only it's in Waterworld. Yeah, it's actually, it's more like Muddy World. They're like, they're, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're on land, but it's all muddy and misty, and the, like the entire trailer is like this. Uh, you got some futuristic guns. The, the question is here is like, they apparently left Earth and then came back, but like, where did they go? The bog, <laughs> bog world. Bog world. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't, you don't, this trailer doesn't give you great context for what's happening, but you kind of do get an idea of what the movie's about. Yeah, I don't, I, this one is one where I couldn't find it on IMDb, so that tells you a little bit about the, the uh, effect that this movie's going to have on the, on the landscape. Yeah. It's not going to come out. Yeah, probably not. Um, it's got it's got a it's got another Game of Thrones actor. It's Game of Thrones Actors Week here. Uh, the guy that plays um, Mormont. Yeah, Ian Glenn. Ian Glenn, that's it. Uh, he who is also it was in Downton Abbey. Was he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he, he's like a very a very rich man. I always do. You know, he's like talks like this. Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Yeah, so he's in it. Uh, so I, I feel like if he's in it, this is like a fairly deep. I mean, it it's filmed pretty well. It looks like it has a decent budget. They have some nice sets. Yeah, I mean, it looked cool. It's just it it looked like how Children of Men looked, which is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. It's just I right. don't think it's gonna come out because I couldn't find it on IMDb. That's really weird that you couldn't find it on there. That's, that's Let me try again, under the watchful eye of the audience who's listening. 
I'm going to type it in here because sometimes I miss things. If I type in tides, the first thing that comes up is Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Then the second one is Prince of Tides. And then, oh, here it is, the third one. (laughs) 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 Set in the distant future, a female astronaut shipwrecked on the long decimated Earth must decide the fate of the wasteland's remaining populace. Uh, for all for all that we've said about this, it actually kind of looks cool. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like it could be good. It's just, I don't know where it's going to be, you know? I wonder if that should have been my hot take earlier, as I actually like the movie Waterworld. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says. The reason that the water, everyone hates Waterworld is the same. It's the It's one of those reasons that I, that drives me nuts. And it's because the budget got out of control before the movie came out. The budget was way out of control, and that's what people knew about it. So all of the reviews were about how it was over budget and how it didn't like deliver as big a movie as the budget. So it had a gigantic budget, but it delivered a movie that's not that much different than Mad Max. Like, right, yeah, it's Mad, Mad Max on Max. water. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. It's got Dennis Hopper in it. Uh so it's it's not it's not as bad as everyone. Made. It's just fun to make jokes about it because it had such a big budget, which made it flop because it didn't make anywhere close to the budget that it had in the box office. Yeah, and it's yeah. the same thing as like when Solo, they changed directors and and uh, with Rogue One they did some reshoots in the middle. All these things, these are the things that decide the public's perception of the movie entirely, which is why I don't think film criticism is valid. We're back to that. Mm-hmm. We've come first, full circle. Yeah. If you have some good... I mean, I'm sure there are film critics that you like, that you... Even I have ones where I'll watch their stuff, but it's it's stuff that I want to agree with them already on, or or if it's, if it's not, it's maybe because they're good at analyzing things that I don't pick up on. But it's, it's that thing where it's like, I hate it when the fact that Waterworld's budget was so high is the reason that everyone thinks it's a terrible movie when it's really just a, a, a really just a standard sci-fi movie from that time period. Yeah. All right, so next up we've got Insight. So this movie, Gian is a counterterrorism agent who bends, blends his skills as a martial artist and clairvoyant to bring the world's most nefarious individuals to justice. Pretty basic action movie, but there's a shot at the beginning of this movie with a guy shooting a a machine gun in the air. He looks like the prop is trying to get away from him and that they're editing in the, the gunshots as he screams in horror. <laughs> it's really, really funny. So I barely didn't notice the rest of the trailer because I was laughing so hard at the guy shooting. It looked like, literally, it looked like the gun was trying to get away. It was like when someone's holding a cat that doesn't want to be held in a photo and the cat's like crawling over their shoulder, <laughs> like clawing them in the face. He he does this like head movement thing, almost like he's head banging, but he's he's shooting a gun at the same time. So it looks it looks comedic. It looks like he's terrified that he's holding it. It's very funny. Uh, I, Keith David's in this movie. He's got a great voice. This is basically a reboot of the 2007 Nicolas Cage movie Next. <laughs> that movie featured a flaming moose running out of the forest. I do not remember that part. <laughs> oh, wait, no. There was two Nicolas Cage movies that came out in the same year. Next and what was the other one? Because Next was the one with Jessica Biel, right? What was the one with the... 
Like, it was like biblical prophecy stuff, and then it turned out it was aliens. Was that next? Uh, was that Season of the Witch? No, that was him and Ron Perlman. That was a different one. What was the, wasn't, he in a, wasn't he in a second Ghost Rider movie, like Vengeance or something? Ghost Rider Vengeance or something? Well, hey, yeah, yes, I was, Ben. Well, I just had to stop back in here. I heard you talking about me. Uh, I know that you're talking about the movie next. Uh, that's the one with Jessica Biel. And so Nick was right there, though I, I really don't remember much about what was going on there. But uh, the, the plot of that was a Las Vegas magician who could see into the future who's pursued by FBI agents who are seeking to use his uh, abilities to prevent a nuclear terrorist attack. So that was, that was the film Next. And uh, around that same time, uh, he made a. L- I made. I'm, so- I'm sorry. I, Nicholas Cage, <laughs> who is in the room right now, and definitely not uh, Nick doing a voice of any kind, made a lot of movies. And uh, the other one was called Knowing. And that is the one with the moose on fire. So Nick here was wrong. The movie next does not feature a flaming moose running out of the woods. That is the movie Knowing, which has surprise aliens at the end. And uh, that's. <laughs> That's it for me. I'm going to go make Ghost Rider 3 in my basement uh, on my phone. I'll see you later. <laughs> good good to have you as always, Nick Cage. Uh, he just shoves all... his way in here, you know. He pushed me over. Well, he, he is welcome. I mean, he is always welcome, Nick. I think he lives in my basement. Uh, this just in. Nick Cage lives in Nick uh, Kelly's basement in <laughs> suburban Wisconsin. He doesn't pay rent either. What a meanie. What a meanie. What a real meanie. What a jerk. Now he's eating all of the almonds out of my fridge. Uh-uh. You hoard those. Well, thanks, Nick Cage. Thanks, thanks. for stopping by. Yeah, so this movie is just the movie next, basically. Okay? Yes. So that's what this yep, is. it is. It's just re- re- reborn. Uh, all right, so then uh, the the Adele DeZinth trailer is something called A Writer's Odyssey. Yeah, so this is a movie that looks like uh like a you're playing a souls game like a dark souls game or like sekiro or something you know i've never seen a movie look so much like a video game before in my life it 100 percent looks like it looks like if a video game like a like a souls game or bloodborne or but it like with an asian theme to it was had real actors for the character models That, that that is perfect description it's uh, it's cool looking. Oh yeah, it totally looks cool. It's just, and it has kind of a cool plot. So, the plot is a writer's odyssey tells the story of Kong Wen Lu, the author of a fantasy novel series following a heroic teenager also named Kong Wen, on a quest to end the tyrannical rule of Lord Redmain under the guidance of a black armor. But through the strange twist of fate, the fantasy world of the novel begins to impact life in the real world. Uh, so it's one of those type of things where then they try to kill the author. It looks cool. It has a very cool aesthetic. Like it, it looks like kind of like a game that we're going to talk about, uh, Black Myth Wukong. It has sort of similar aesthetic to that. Yeah. And it's a good aesthetic. I don't think that this will ever be easily like the barrier to entry of this will will be one that you have to search for it, and I won't ever remember to do that. This looks like something that Netflix might pick up though. That's, uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that, that does show up on Netflix. But then, where will it be? Will I know it's there? Will it pop up? I have watched a lot of movies like this on Netflix, so maybe it'll recommend it to me. Yeah, that's that's the hope. 
Um, all right, so that is all the trailers, and so that brings us to the trailer mailers. You've got mail. Yeah, we got some some good responses for our giant robot monster fight question from last week. Yeah, so if Earth was attacked by giant alien monsters, what robot would you want to pilot? Um, so Robo said, I'm going to go with the XXXG00... Well, excuse me. Let's let's try this again. <laughs> let's get it straight, guys. Uh, the XXX-00W0 Wing Gundam Zero from Gundam Wing. It can transform into a fighter jet with two super powerful cannons on the front, and it has a laser sword, and it's giant. So that's a that's a good answer. All the all the Gundams from Gundam Wing were, looked awesome. Agreed. I was uh. I was watching Toy Galaxy videos in summer, and he kept opening all these Gundam things, and every Gunpla. single one of them, yeah, and every single one was awesome. And I was like, I'm in the Gundams now, and Jess says that all the time now. <laughs> just a quote of mine that she uses. My buddy at work, Jared, just got uh, his first two Gunpla models, uh, and they're they're cool, dude. Like, I don't, I can't have another hobby, Nick. I can't, but I could easily get into Gunpla easily. There's one that I want to make that I, I have saved on the internet when I'm done with my minis, but it keeps getting more expensive. So I like the ones that look like the big, weird space tanks. There's like Shinanju Gundams. I don't know. It's cool. I like anything with like bunny ear antennas and like big old, almost like wing looking things on their backs. Yeah, it's just a good it's a good look, and especially when people start getting into like the diorama model painting and stuff. I follow a lot of Instagrams of that. You need to share some of that with me. I like the aesthetic of that. I'll send you some of the cool ones. I'll, there's one that I I look at every once in a while because it's just so incredible that someone built it and it's a custom one, and I just can't believe someone made it and it's the coolest looking one ever. So I'll find that one and I'll send that to you. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Uh, Bridget says, me and four of my friends ride our Zords and combine them to create Megazord. <laughs> you know, I like this idea, Bridget. I almost like the idea of we all have, like, all the all of our robots, whatever they are, if they're Gundam or Voltron or Power Rangers or whatever, they, can, they all can connect. Yeah, and it's like someone took a bunch of action figures and taped them together with electrical tape, and it's just like, can barely stand, but it, what are you going to do against it? It's shooting 8,000 missiles at you. We hooked all the power cables together, so we got a lot of power. Yeah, it's like when you plug a trailer in, and you plug the lights into the back of your truck so that the lights work on the trailer, only this time it's giant robots. You got that right. And the trailer has its own battery source. That's why we're called Trailer Blazers. Is is that why we're called Trailer Blazers? Yeah, we just took 67 episodes to reveal it. It was Guys, we're all about the long game. <laughs> so stupid (laughs) this is a wreck this is a mess why are we doing this (laughs) we're very tired this is an existential crisis here folks uh kevin said voltron megazord or any of those parts makes the whole type giant robots like just like we were talking about i'm not picky so long as i'm linking up with friends as they make me stronger than i am alone wow kevin wow if we lose, I'm surrounded by people I care about. If we win, we celebrate victory together. That's teamwork, baby. Let's go. 
I wonder if this works like in Pokemon where you'd have the link cable and you plug your Game Boys together to trade Pokemon. Or yeah, or um, Zelda Four Swords Adventures or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you could try and clone Pokemon by unplugging the link cable at a certain time. Is that, was that a thing? Yeah, my cousin and I used to do it. Though it could go wrong and you could lose a Pokemon. I lost one of my good Charizards that way. That's a, you know, no risk, no reward, right? That's right. We did successfully clone a Mewtwo, though. Humans will hack just about anything, it seems like. Yeah, it's true. I remember finding the instructions and printing them out on the internet. (laughs) See, that's the thing, man. Aliens couldn't take over this planet. All these movies were like, you know, people are under this watchful eye of the aliens and they're in charge no dude that would never happen humans are they're too resourceful too scrappy too hacky and uh, and we'll just we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way to mess you up and it's gonna be ugly speaking of hacky humans jay said the mountain giants from lord of the rings i'm not sure if you could get anything bigger than that than that and they're nearly indestructible i would imagine so i'm picturing those big the big rock giant things from the hobbit they also love whipping boulders at each other, so they have built-in weapons. You throw a big boulder at something, that that's going to do some damage. I don't care what you're made out of. If you throw a moon at me again, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Throwing a boulder at Space Godzilla probably would not do anything. No, he was basically a comet that turned into a monster. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Space Godzilla was too OP. Uh, uh, he looked like he was, but he kind of got beat up real quick. Space Godzilla versus Galactus. Galactus would win. Space Godzilla was a chump. Hmm. He just looked cool. <laughs> Crystalback, Crystalback Lizard. Yeah, Destroyo was the real, was the real bad villain, like the scary villain of the Hesai era of Godzilla movies. Scariest villain, but the worst name. Destroya. Destroya. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty dumb. I mean, that's what he did. He destroyed you. He'll destroy you. <laughs> well, if you want to destroy us, you can email Seriously. us. Seriously, <laughs> please. <laughs> if you want to destroy us, you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com, uh, where you can tell us to sleep more before we record these episodes, because we sound like we're drunk. You can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, which is where we do the the posting of the things with the Glavens and the questions times. And you can follow us on Twitter at the underscore trailer underscore Blazers. That's not correct. You can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore Blazers if you want updates on episode releases. If you want to be a cool cat, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what's up. I thought this Quick Mickey. Let me tell you, I'm going to get down to brass tacks here about if you live the five-star rating on Apple the podcast with us. Okay? So here's what they're going to do. We're going to put our heads together, and we're going to figure out a weapon to defeat any bad guys that ever was. Okay? So what the weapon is going to be, it's going to be like a giant version, a portable version of the corner of the bed. Because nothing hurts more like hitting your knee on the corner of the bed. If it's, you've got one of those metal beds, you know. Well, 
that nothing hurts like that buddy so if you have a portable version of that that's going to deter any bad guy like if let's say you come up and you're just like i'm gonna go into this building and i'm gonna hurt some people but blocking your way is a giant corner of a bed <laughs> that's i feel like that's gonna they're gonna look at that <laughs> don't you think this is so stupid <laughs> and it walks up to the to the building and blocking his way is a is a larger than he is corner of the bed, just <laughs> daring him, just taunting him to do his bad stuff. And uh, and then we've solved a lot of the world's problems in that case. And that's it. Tip. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, genius. Genius is always effervescent, uh, translucent, incendiary. <sighs> For Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I would like to point out that it was Kate Winslet in the movie The Holiday with Jack Black and not Kate Blanchett, and I was wrong. So thanks, Jess, for texting me while <laughs> we were doing that. <laughs> Happy Trailsers. Uh, and I'd just like to point out that I am indeed the inventor of the corner of the bed theft deterrent. Happy Trailsers. That was Quick Mickey's IP. He's going to sue you now. <laughs> Uh, I just want to admit that me and Quick Mickey are of, a, of one mind. So I'm Ben Moon of one mind with Quick Mickey. And I invented Corner of the Bed Theft Deterrent. Happy trousers. They won't hold up in court. Welcome back to the video games less than one quarter portion of the show. We we don't have any industry news. Nick is still playing the Avengers. I um I'm playing a game called Find a Laptop. Yeah. Which is not it's not exactly fun. It's not as fun as I was thinking it was gonna be. No, I don't I would just have to ask other people about this anyway, so like I, I don't know how to contribute I don't know anything about computers. Well, the the problem is, is I want a computer that I can do like photo editing on, like when I go on trips and whatnot. So it needs to be like kind of beefy. Uh huh. But that also makes it a beefy computer that weighs like four pounds, and that's that's heavy, uh, and it's right. big and bulky, and I don't want that. But because you of your weak baby arms. Because of my weak baby arms, because <laughs> of my small Hello Kitty backpack uh, that I use. So I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know what to do. Um, I'm kind of. I'm. I'm guessing I'm just gonna have to bite the bullet and get a big old bulky laptop. You're gonna uh, get one of those ones that like uh, Matthew Perry had on Friends, where it's it's got like a three inch screen, but it's like the size of a like a a Buick. A Buick. Yeah. I'll I'll update I'll update you next week. I'll update you next week. Uh, hopefully I'll have one by then. Uh, they're expensive too. Like, why have laptops not come down in price? I don't understand. I don't either. I would like to have one as well for a variety of reasons, and I just don't buy one because they're expensive. That's the thing. I can't pull the trigger because they're so expensive. I don't, you know, 
It's like you got to pay like at least a thousand dollars to get a decent one. I'm like, I don't want to spend a thousand dollars. That's so much money. Yeah, I got other stuff to buy. For, like, I I need to get a better TV first because that's more. So I use that more, so that's more of a thing for me. Yeah. Well, we're about to move, and I have to buy a new bed. Well. Unfortunately, no mattress companies are sponsoring this podcast, which is unbelievable based on the quality content that we're putting out today. <laughs> I mean, surely they'll just listen to this episode and be like, wow, why do we not have our mattress ads on this podcast? Yeah, they, they would skip all of the ones that we did a lot of like really cool editing on, and they'd find the one where we both sound like we're drunk. <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's true. Uh, you know, here for this video games portion, no news. Uh, there's really no news in video games. Nothing's happening. Uh, yeah, nothing nothing that interests us anyway. No, it's, yeah, nothing that's, it's all inconsequential stuff. Um, the, we do have a, an interesting trailer here, though. That's, you mentioned it earlier, Black Myth Wukong. This is that monkey character. It's a Chinese game, and it has the, the main character is like a monkey with a staff. Yeah, it's based on the journey into the West uh, story, which is also what Dragon Ball is based on. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's the same source material as Dragon Ball. Um, oh, gotcha. This looks really cool. This game yeah. looks like a, it's awesome. It looks like it's probably too hard for me, and I would be bad at it. But I also yeah. really like the aesthetic. Yeah, it's like a it's like a Chinese mix of God of War and the Souls games, right? Exactly. That's the exactly what it looks like. Yeah, with Chinese yeah. mythology and and. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of uh, dark folklore that where they interpret folklore things as being sort of creepy rather than like fairy tale-y. It's sort of like a, like more like how The Witcher would do it. So I like it a lot. Yeah, I I, I don't know if this is going to come out in America, but I I kind of want to play it. I hope it does come out in America. I would like to own this, even if I'm bad at it. I would like to have because maybe I could put it on a real easy mode or something. I bet you there's an easy mode. Yeah, I would think. I would hope so, anyway. But uh, Jess said she wanted to play it when we were watching it, so at least one of us would play it. I think. Yeah, Jess is probably better than you at video games, right? Oh, yeah. I had to have her beat the uh, tank parts for me in Arkham Knight because I couldn't do it. Oh God, I have like bad dreams about that. Uh, then we have a trailer here for something called Disciples Liberation. This is a dark fantasy RPG. A very weird trailer. Yeah. So this trailer. I, I was trying to find new video game trailers, and there's a lot of, like, really generic ones. But this one I thought was weird enough that we could put it in here. There's... This girl has a dream where there's this other girl and a guy, and they're on these carts or whatever, and she's, like, a tattoo girl. or Maybe the girl on the cart was the one dreaming. But the tattoo girl is, like, giving them tattoos that are turning them into, like, super monster thingies or some sort of dark creature. And then she wakes up and she's with the other people from the dream. And then there's monsters coming. But it was kind of cool. I have no idea what the what the gameplay is or if this is a sequel or anything. The colon in the title of Disciples Liberation makes me think it's a sequel or like a expansion to something I've just never heard of. Yeah, I kind of thought that too. And also we don't know if this is like an... I imagine this is probably like an isometric type game, you know, like... A, divinity or something like that that's what i was sort of thinking it's probably like a low budget lesser known game but it it had a pretty good like interesting trailer for being a game that probably isn't my my jam yeah yeah for sure uh pretty good animation though not as good as that animation from uh, last week with that warhammer no that was awesome that was something i would watch a full movie of yeah that was so cool 
All right, man. Well, uh, you got anything else? I it's I, I think it's evident I had nothing to begin with. Game <laughs> <laughs> with nothing, leave with nothing. Uh, yep. We're gonna go get in the bed now. I actually gotta go watch Wandavision and then I'm gonna get in the bed. God, that episode was so good. Cannot wait. So excited. Um, yes. All right. For Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I'm the source material for Dragon Ball. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm Shenlong, the dragon who can grant your wishes, but you have to collect the Dragon Balls first. Happy Trailers. If, if what you're perceiving is Armageddon, then there's no difference in, in what the, the chemistry of Armageddon is. So I usually try and ignore Quick Mickey when he talks so I don't laugh, but I... <laughs> oh, God. Let me finish, let me finish. Okay, this is, this is a killer idea, okay? Okay. So anyway, the face to face with a giant... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> this is the stupidest. <laughs> They're face to face with a giant. <laughs> oh my god. I gotta go to bed. <laughs> They're face to face with a giant. Corner of the bed. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta do. I gotta get through this. <laughs>